How's it going, guys? Welcome to the All In Entrepreneurs Podcast, episode 31. I'm here with my business partner, uh, and he'll introduce himself, but my name is Carlos Reyes. I am a serial entrepreneur out of Phoenix, Arizona, and uh, here's my business partner. What's going on, guys? I can't believe we made it to 31. 31. Uh, my name is Sal Shakir. Uh, I'm a refugee from Iraq. I'm a Catholic from Iraq. I'm a serial entrepreneur myself in here out of Phoenix, Arizona. And we're so excited to talk about this topic today, which is company culture. Um, uh, I had never thought we would be, uh, I would even be talking about something like this, but uh, throughout the transition of owning companies and dealing with, the, with people and dealing with, uh, with curveballs, now we know how important culture is in your company. And to who is listening here that has companies, they, would, they can relate to this stuff. So tune in, this is gonna be a good one. Uh, if you're trying to build a, a team, and the company culture, and if you're starting out, or if you already have one and you can tweak it, then tune in. Okay, well, you know what, let's get to it. Today's gonna be short, but really sweet. For a lot of you business owners out there, this is very important, and you know what, let me just take one moment or two, so you guys can, uh, this is very important, for you guys that are trying to actually establish organizations, well-oiled machines, this is gonna be a very, very important subject, so do me a favor, uh, share, Share with as many people as you can. I'm actually going to share it myself. Do you mind sharing it on yours? I'm going to share this myself right now. Okay, and let's, uh, yeah, let's, I'm going to share it. Take the time, guys. Please share it. I want at least 50, 60 people on here, 70 people live right now. Uh, also, by the way, I want to give a huge um, shout out and, uh, and thank you to all our iTunes uh, listeners and uh, our YouTube, um, our YouTube uh, subscribers. Thank you guys so much. So let's share this thing. Let me let me go in here and share it, and then we're going to get right to it, guys. Because we all know that we can only do so much ourselves, right? Uh, so we're going to talk about what it's going to take you to not only hire the right people, win with the right people, but massively explode your company with these people, okay? So today's uh, episode is about company culture. Okay, so anyway, yeah, share it with as many people as you can. Today's episode is about establishing uh, company culture, so. Have them tune in, especially if you know a business owner, uh, you know, if you know a business owner anywhere, have them, hey, you know, you might wanna check this episode out because it's gonna be a short one, but super, super. And this sweet. is not just real estate, guys. This could this could be on any any level of business, any Absolutely. any company. So um, yeah, across the pe- board. Pe- uh, people tune in to this podcast thinking it's just gonna be about real estate. It is not. This is about entrepreneurship. Period. So if you know someone that needs some help with company culture, please uh, message them or share with them, and hopefully they can watch it later. All right, let's get it. Okay, so why is it crucial to build company culture? You go first. Well, let's let's start with any business. A lot of people think about the business as a product, right? Like if you're selling if you're selling mugs, they think their business. I'm in the I'm in the selling mugs product mm-hmm. or uh, you know business, and uh, we fail to to realize that business is is people. And, and you go back to the old days, you know they. Start, it's they, always been. People. It's always been people. They no barter and they, yeah. they they trade things, but at the end of the day, it's all about people. What do they need? You, they need something, and then you have something, and then you guys exchange value. Um, if you go back to the very, very basics of business, it's about people. Then you approach it in that in that angle. Then you'll be you are a, a successful business owner. 
And then guess what? When you own a uh, when you own a when you own a successful business or you're starting a business, then you let's you start talking about the product. I have this product. This is a great product for these people, right? So it ends up it always ends up with people. It starts with you and then it ends with people. I can't I can't think of of uh, of a business that doesn't um, revolve around people or doesn't involve people. I can't I can't think of a business. Yeah, I know technology is like crazy advanced these days. But it always, like, there's always the people factor. It is. Like, there always has been and always will be in any business the people factor. Whether it's from a employee standpoint or from a consumer standpoint. Or, there's the, owner. O- or the owner or, you know, corporate, whatever. There's always the people factor. Absolutely. Absolutely. And some people go into business for helping other people, like, from their family, immediate family members, friends. And then, obviously, they help, they help the people that they actually um, cater to. Um, in real estate, if we're going to relate this to real estate, in our company, what do you feel like our company does? Well, our company is is literally, I mean, it's you know the only the product we're moving is houses, but it's 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 people. It's it's you always know, been. Yeah, it's 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 people. Uh, houses is just the product, you know. Well, if you think it's about it, it's a people business. When we started the business, what are what are what are the most common uh, clients that we had? People that are in need. People that are in need. Exactly. Yeah. Keyword is in need. They need something. They're in they need distress. a service. Exactly. They needed a service, and you provided a service that was that was they didn't know it was available. Like a lot of people don't even know that our product, our, our service was available. There, absolutely, absolutely. I can like so many times, and, and this is where marketing comes in, right? And that's a whole different subject. But people don't even know that this service even exists. Remember the, the the lady that we got uh, the the house we flipped over in Casa Grande? Uh, Maricopa. No, it was, it was yeah, Maricopa. You're absolutely yes. right. Remember, she was like, you know what? I was just gonna let the bank take the property. Well, it was she got screwed over by the the insurance company and then the, and, and the contractor. No, not the insurance company. Actually, the, the contractor. The contractor that she paid. Yeah, through the be, through the insurance. insurance. Yeah, and the house was flooded pretty much, and and she, and she was behind on payments. And then she decided at that point she decided just to let the to just let, let it go. Let the bank take take her house. She had no idea there's a solution for her. And we came in, we made sure everything is taken care of. We took care of the issues. She was even getting some some uh, citation from the outside like the grass. And we took care took of all care those of everything things. For we her. made sure she has money in her pocket. She bought a car, a new car. She moved to a new apartment. She started she started her whole her 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 new life where she thought everything was falling apart she had no idea th- there was a service like ours out there she googled us i think and she found she googled us. us and found us and that's that's thank god like thank god she searched the right keywords you actually know? she she went to, she was like a topic in the news and she she actually teared up yeah yeah uh-huh. she was uh we uh we made the news with her here locally in arizona yeah. um we were on like uh channel 12 uh, channel 12 and I believe it was channel three so you know again that's what it's all about guys you know the more problems that we solve you know the more the more solutions that we provide that's how we get compensated we 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 get compensated by having these solutions but again back to the subject it's all about people serving people hiring people having team you know having a team that involves people there's not one product that i can think of that doesn't involve people i I can't name one either involve people so Uh, let's get to it uh people companies have always uh have always been and always will be about people don't get me wrong 
there are so many variables in when you're you're establishing a company, right? Like the operating system we use, right? Mm-hmm. You got you got the data, which is not data like data that you think data. I'm talking about actually measuring our metrics and KPIs. Data, right? Absolutely. So you got the data, you got the company vision and KPIs, key point indicators, right? Yeah, key, key performance. performance indicators. Yeah. So you got you got the data, which is like you got to know the numbers within your company. You got the KPIs, key performance indicators. You got the company vision. You got systems and processes. And then the fifth one is people. people. So uh, companies have always and always will be about people. And this is what people need to understand. Um, so let's start out with hiring the right people. If, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So before, f- how do you know what, what, how to hire the right people? For us, we use, we use something very simple. We have our core values within the company. Uh, core values can be... Uh, it doesn't have to be just about business. It's who you are as a person. So every company out there, if you don't have core values, I urge you to take a, f- a couple of days, few hours, whatever, how long, however long you need to dig deep down you, inside of you and find out what your core values are. So if, if, you're, uh, if you believe in integrity, if you believe in selfless service, if you believe in, in, in uh, people's first, uh, some companies believe in profit first. I mean, th- 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 it, de- it depends what your core values are. Right? That doesn't make you a, bit, a good or a bad person. But the reason is why it's so important to you for your organization. For us, we have our core values on the wall. And I remember the day we got it. We were so happy to, to put it on the wall ourselves. We didn't hire we someone to put it. We took a picture and everything. We took a yeah. picture. We were like so excited to put it up there because it's who we are. It's who we are as people and as people doing business. From right? the core. From our core. Inside. So when we hire people, we always rely on the first step which is by our core values. So if you hire someone that you you interview someone and you find out that their core values is completely different than yours, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that person, but there is something gonna be wrong when they're gonna fit in within your culture. If you're hiring someone that does not believe in people's first and doesn't believe in teamwork and doesn't believe in, in the things that we put together as our core values and everybody in the team believes in that, do you think that outsider that's gonna come in gonna fit in? Absolutely not. Eventually, he's going to weed himself out. Weed himself out. So why why hire wrong from the get go? So hire the right the right people from the start from within your your standards that you put in for yourself. These are standards that we put for ourselves, for Carlos and myself in our own company. Keep in mind, one rotten apple, right? One rotten apple might begin to rot the others the other apples. It could be a cancer to the team. So these are things that you got to take into consideration. If this person, you know, let's just say your core values are commitment, hard work, integrity, right? Mm-hmm. Selfless service, teamwork, things like that. Mm-hmm. And this person doesn't, you know, those those principles are not within that person. Mm-hmm. Guess what's going to happen to the rest of your team? It's going to start affecting him. Absolutely. I- it's 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 like a bad it's it's like a bad teammate in the locker room. You know, it's going to start bringing these people down, and that's not what you want, guys. And you know, there is nothing wrong with that one person. I mean, rotten apple sounds like a very, very aggressive term. He might not be a rotten apple. He just might not be the right fit for your company. But it would look like a rotten apple in your own organization because it will start work. It's like pulling teeth. You don't want to have someone in your. Think about this. If you have, and this can go for business partners as well. By the way, I can I can give you an example. If you have two people within the same organization, Carlos and myself. Let's speak. Let's speak. Let's speak. Let's go back to the basics. If Carlos is always thinking about growing bigger and bigger and bigger, and, and the same in the in the sense of helping people, uh, in the sense of growing the organization, in the sense of uh, making some money, 
in the sense of helping your family and you know hiring uh, people from within your circle. And here I am on the other end, have the opposite belief. Going against it. No, no, no. We shouldn't get bigger. We should stay smaller. We should. No, no. I believe even if a couple. It of, won't work out. Even if it's a couple of things that are off. Maybe we are aligned on certain things and a couple of things are off. Then I'm working against you. I'm pulling you. Yeah. And you're pulling me. In yep. the sense, right? Yeah. Like we're both we're both working in two different You're directions. You're pulling one way, I'm pulling the other. Exactly. It's like someone someone uh, fertilizing the, the the ground, and the other one is just kicking the kicking, kicking it around, the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> kicking the dirt, yeah. right? So that that can happen even within your own organization as business owners, as partners, if you have partners. Now, if you think about this as team members. You know, you have a team member that's always working against the the protocol, that's working against the workflow. What do you think is going to happen? And and that's what I see. This is Sal's hitting on vision, by the way, right? These folks, like Sal and I, have the same vision. Our vision aligns. What happens if you hire people that just don't have the same vision for the company? You know, what happens if these guys just want to do the bare minimum? Is I mean, do they have the same vision for your company? If they just want to come in and do the bare minimum, probably not. Absolutely, and we we as long as you understand that it's about them too. Like whoever is in your organization. It's not about you. It's not about us. People work for their. They have their own family. They have their own struggles. They have their own goals and dreams. But as long as they align, it would be so much smoother, it, because you'll be you'll be helping helping them to get where they want, and they'll help you get what you want. So it's a win win. And again, what we said, it's about people, right? A business is about people. If you make this about them, and then they make it about you, it's a win win. And then they make it for the consumer. That's that's a triple win. Yeah. So vision, their vision does have to align guys energy. They got to bring that. If you're think about it this way, that's another thing, right? You, and you guys got to be able to, to see this as business owners, you got to be able to see this. If you're walking in the office and everybody's hyped, Hey, how's it going? And you got that one person that's just like, eh, I really don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. What do you think that's going to do to the frequency of the energy in that office. There is something. There is such a thing as energy. People feed off energy. If someone, if someone is having a bad day, you can feel it. Absolutely. And and, and you know, people maybe don't believe in that, but that's actually something. You know, when you go out with someone and you feel like they're down, and like whatever you try to make him feel better, you can you can you absorb it's that contagious. energy. Yeah, you it's absorb that energy. Some people yeah. can overcome that, but still, it is. It, there is such a thing as called energy. You don't have that one person that just comes in there dressed, you know, and, and we're relating Dresses it to. Dresses in sweats and flip-flops exactly or something. That, and that, everybody that, else has blazers on. Yeah. You know, like. You can tell that. What's that going to do to the culture? You can you can spot that person out. You know, you don't have to wear wa- as Waldo that person, you know. Yeah. You can spot them out immediately. And then guess what's that going to happen? You know, they're they're down and they're, they're going to start talking about their problems. And, and then. Yeah, you don't. You don't want people like that in your organization, man. Right? You don't want we tell our people leave your baggage at the door. They have I don't to. want no drama in this office. You know, these are cardinal rules that we absolutely uh uh enforce. We're like, "Hey guys, I know if you're having issues, like leave that at the door or stay home." But does that mean we're we're not going to be like we're not going to help them through it and like we no, obviously we can, bring but in. there's a time and a place for everything. Absolutely. We bring people in, we talk to them, that's what well, can we help you with this this and that, but that can't be a pattern that keeps happening over and over and over again. If someone is having a bad day every day, it's not luck, it's not just it's not just um uh, um, uh, the, again, luck. I, I guess I used the right word at, at the beginning. It, it's them. You know, if you do, a, if you, 
if you get screwed over in business, let's talk to, to business owners, over and over and over and over and over again. It's you. It's you, you know. Uh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame, shame on, me. on me. So you have to start looking into yourself. What is wrong with me? So you might hire some people that actually have those, like they're, they're embodied, the, the, the victim role, and they come to work always being victimized, always being the victim, always being the victim, thinking that, that nothing went wrong. Oh, my God, today there was rush hour. Today there was this, there was that. That will affect your team. That will actually spread around your, your team, and the morale just start going down. When morale goes down, sales goes down, uh, the, the, obviously profits goes down, and then guess what? You start coming to work and like just to this dead floor. I've been. Uh, I remember I went to uh, to get insurance for for uh, for the building mm-hmm. we had, and I went to this place. I remember told which you, building uh, uh, the the one in Tempe. Oh, okay. So I remember they wanted cash. I don't know why they wanted cash. They were solo school, and I remember I called you from there, and and I'm like, bro, like it's so dead over there. Like, do you remember what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah, I know. When, I know. When, the, the the business that we're no no no. I'm talking about the place I went to to get the insurance. Oh, okay. it was it was so dead in there. Like they're working and like it, you can tell like people hate their life in there. And that, I, that I, business is not going to thrive. It's not. And I, we, I went back. I'm like, oh, my God. I came back here and I saw like everybody's happy. And I'm like, oh, my God. I don't ever want to be our, to, our business to be like this. It was, it was a dead environment. And if you have a dead environment, you're not going to have pro, pro, proactivity. There. there is no productivity. Um, and then we thought we actually this is energy. We hit, we hit yeah. energy. Let me, let me say this too. So. These people have to take ownership. They see when I was in when I was in corporate America, what made me what made me thrive in corporate America was the fact that I I acted whatever I was given, whatever responsibilities I was given, I I took it on as 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 like I was the owner of that the responsibility. Okay. Like I was the owner of that responsibility. I was the owner of that branch. So as the owner, I was you know I was doing the hiring. I was doing the development. I was doing the training. I was making sure that you know results were coming in, et cetera, et cetera. Because I even took, though you were an employee, I was I was an employee. But you you were you I took, took ownership, ownership, and then you you worked above and, and beyond. And, and and I'll be honest with you, like you know I good results did come from me not, like. Or organically, right? Organically, naturally, as I continue to show like that I was, hey, I'm taking ownership. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the higher ups, they start to see that. They're like, wow, this guy really cares. He's taking ownership. Yes. I started out as a shift manager making $10.25 an hour. Uh, that same year, I was within a one-year time span, I was, I was a shift manager and then I was a assistant manager, and then I was a branch manager. All within all the all within twelve months, That's just crazy. because just because I took ownership, I cared. I stayed longer. I made the extra calls. I didn't watch the clock. They you hit see a what gold mine hiring you. So how, absolutely, how did they find you? Um, I was a referral. You were a referral. Yeah, I was a referral. I, I mean, that's that's referrals a, are the best. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a great way. I was so, a referral. Uh, the and I was way. and I was young. You got to get them what they're young. So <laughs> you know what's crazy? Omar asked. He said, "Omar Robles says, do you think it's more important to hire for the position or hire potential for the position?" Um, I, I don't think there's a wrong or right answer for that. There isn't. I, I think it comes down to you identifying that person. You identifying that person, that person's core values, that person's energy, that per, how bad. No, We've that, hired both types. 
Yeah, absolutely. We, we've hired both sides. So we've hired the person that was not there, and we saw potential, and now they're I, striving. I think more often than not, sometimes uh, the we're, we're so now we're farming a lot of our people, right? We are. We're farming them. Back in the day, it was just just like boom, yes. right? Just hire for the position. So I think farming Omar has been working out for us pretty well. Um, but a, again, you can't farm somebody to be a CFO. You know, <laughs> there are certain positions. There are uh, farming. Farming means developing. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there are certain positions that you you can't do that for, but there are a lot of positions that you can actually develop them into that position. So again, ownership, people that take ownership in your organization. I mean, these are going to be the leaders in your company. Absolutely. Right. So we're already talking about you know how how people the people factor is very important. We're talking about hiring the right people. We talked about core values. You talked about vision. Uh, we talked about energy. We talked about ownership. Why don't we talk about setting goals and expectations and standards for this company? Absolutely. Because this all this all evolves around company culture. Absolutely. So what do you think about setting goals, expectations, and standards for your team members? So obviously when you set goals and you set you set certain uh, measurables in the company, mm -hmm. holds them at a certain standard. And if you hold people at a certain standard that they, they feel up. So this is what it is. When you have a relationship, and, and we're going to go back to the, like, forget the company. When you have a relationship. There is certain standards that set, okay? You know, spend some time, do this, go out, maybe go on a date, maybe give a flower here and there. You know, just have that that relationship. You have some kind of some kind of uh, standards that you go by in a relationship. In your own company, you need to have people that go obey by by the rules that you set for the company. So we start with 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 core values, right? And they have the core values. Now we have our company procedures. So okay, they understand what the process is, what the end, what the end product is for the people is. Now they understand that. Now how do we measure their performance is is met? How do we how do we how do they meet their performance? So as company owners, we need to put some some measurables in there to, to to identify if that person is meeting their goal, if that person is doing what they're supposed to do, if that person is serving the people the proper way. So uh, help me help me out here. Am I am I making it clear enough? Yes. So okay. you gotta have you gotta have measurables. You gotta have goals and expectations. To, meet, to, to serve the people and with your company at the same time. To, to, yes, absolutely. Because how are you ever going to detect a bad apple? You know, uh, not okay. So there's certain de de detectors, right? You can detect bad apples based off core values and energy, and, and, and right. But you can detect rotten apples based off productivity. Yes. So you you have to measure. You have to track this person's productivity because, again, believe it or not. If I'm if I'm a team member and he's a team member and Carlos is doing I'm only you know I'm supposed to be making 50 calls a day 85 calls a day 50 calls a day let's keep it simple and I'm only doing 20 calls a day and Sal's doing uh, 75 calls a day well this compounds over time by the way right the compound effect is huge. yeah the compound effect I'm actually reading that book it's called the compound effect by uh, Darren uh, Darren Hardy. The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, very powerful, and I'm going to get into a little bit of some of the things that I've learned from the Compound Effect, okay? So, I'm doing 20 calls a day. I'm supposed to be doing 50. Sal's doing 75 calls a day. He's supposed to be doing 50, all right? At some point, you have enough people in your organization, and they see me just doing 20. I'm not the, even meeting, the right? Now, 
now you, you you're you're bringing this person in and you are going over a product a review of productivity and you're saying hey you know Carlos why are you making 20 calls a day the expectation is 50 and then you got Sal over there making 75 and then you got John making 60 and then you got Ryan making 80 I am the least productive I eventually will rub off on someone somewhere because or you weed yourself out now you waste his I'll life. weed myself out but you know most people are not gonna like fire themselves but that's if you have a good culture they weed themselves out so that's yes, that's something that's something but powerful. there are people that will milk that cow they will milk it but see the problem with that there is a, a very big problem leads cost money time is money all the if imagine that person being there for for extra 30 days you know how much opportunity that can wait that can that you can lose you can't count that if you, if you think you can count that, you cannot. You can count, okay, how much money you've paid them. You can count um, uh, uh, maybe some marketing that you've, you've lost on. But you cannot count on missed opportunity. That is the biggest thing. So, missed opportunity is the biggest thing. So do me a favor, guys. If you are a business owner of any kind, it doesn't have to be real estate. Do me a favor. And you're in, you're, you think this is informative, show some hearts. Show some thumbs up. Let us know that you're still engaged. We got close to 50 people on the live right now. Uh, eventually, a lot of folks will replay this. Guys, I want to see if you're still engaged with us. Are you following the information that we are providing here? This is very basic information, but it's very powerful information. It could be the difference between you know, making Successful a little company. bit of money or making a lot of money. Making tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, or making millions a Absolutely. year. Absolutely. So show some heart, show some love. If you are, uh, if you are absorbing this information. So, all right, we're talking about setting goals, expectations, and, sa and standards. We're talking about setting measurables and KPIs, right? And let's thank you guys. Thank you for the love and hearts, guys. Let's talk about setting measurables, which are KPIs. Okay, key performance indicators. So, let's talk about Sal. Let's let's just say that he's he's in a sales position. Okay. All right, and we'll use real estate because real estate is our primary business. And we have a solar company, and we have a digital company, and we have a medical company. And you know what's crazy? They all have. They, there's always a sales position in all these companies, right? So, let's use Sal in the um, in the space of uh, let, let's insert him into our real estate company. Sal is a, 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 a acquisition manager. Okay. Well, uh, Sal is expected to make 50 solid calls. And he's also expected to close a minimum of five deals a month. And he's also expected to bring in 100000 in gross revenue. And he's also expected uh, to make 10 offers a day. You see, this is what we're talking about when we're saying you need to set measurables, KPIs. So now the system we use is called Podio. Uh, you can find it at InvestorAutomation.com. This tracks down all the productivity you will ever need to track down for every single position in your company. So Sal, Sal is now we're, we're measuring his productivity and performance. I'm no longer measuring by my opinion, my heartfelt love for Sal, <laughs> my gut feeling about Sal, right? Now we're measuring Sal. Looks can be deceiving too. You can Absolutely. see someone being on the phone and picking up the phone doing he, this. Yeah. Someone can Sal can be making 100 calls but he can't ha get some uh, get some sales and you can't track that without having KPIs. So do you guys understand the power of key performance indicators even to track down productivity of your team members? Do you guys understand the power? Because people will milk that cow until you say, wait a minute, 
I mean, they could probably even burn your company to the ground at some point, <laughs> right? You're like, what's going on? Why, why are we? We had this one uh, uh, one team member, and he was making calls. Like, he was staying up late and, and doing oh, all God, he can. Oh, God, I remember that. But you know what? The productive, like, he was doing one thing, and he thought that doing that one thing was, was good enough. But we weren't tracking back then. We were not tracking the performance. We were just seeing oh, how many calls he's made. But that wasn't that wasn't the thing. That wasn't that wasn't bringing any money, to be honest. And if we had if we if we started tracking the numbers back then, we would have found that out within the first seven days to to fourteen days. It took us over three months to find that out, and we lost so much money. I can't count because missed opportunity. Like hundreds I said earlier. of thousands. We could not we could not count that because it, it was just we did not know better. We were oh my god, he's working hard. He's working hard, but. The, it it looked hard, like he was working yeah, hard. Yeah, working hard is not pr- – productivity is different. Being pro- productive and working hard is not the same thing. You've seen, you, I've seen people work one hour a day that make, make more in the same position, make more than someone that works 10 hours in a day doing the same because exact thing. Because they work thing. efficiently. They work efficiently. Absolutely. So, so you have to track your metrics. And Carlos was mentioning that in our company, we track everything in our company now that we know better. Before, we didn't know better. We were like, oh, no, he's doing good. Like, we base it on, on gut feelings. And that's right. what we talked about, the data factor. It's not it's not data when you say, like, hey, go pull data, raw data to market. No, it's not that kind of data. It's tracking KPIs Absolutely. for marketing, for, you know, for productivity of your team members, you know, for expenses, everything, everything you can think of. So, you know, we know what our marketing percentage is, is at right now as far as an expense. We know what our uh, payroll expenses are. That includes bonuses and everything you can commissions and stuff. Which we're going to get to. Yeah, we know every single moving part, or we're very close. Or I mean, we're. I think it's, we, it's hard to have like it one hundred percent, but, but you will get it's close. Pretty damn close, yeah. right? So, the next subject that I want to talk about when it comes to uh, having the right culture and why it's so crucial um, is weekly meetings. Absolutely. So, by having those weekly meetings, we actually find out the flaws or the errors that's happening within the company. So, if if that person is is slacking for those seven days and you have those metrics, those KPIs, you can pull them aside and say, hey, what is going on? Okay, if you're making that many calls but you're not getting that many people interested, and we're gonna talk, we're gonna relate this to, to real estate, so you can you can find out the factor. Okay, now that, that sounds like you're not building enough rapport. You're not relating to them as much. Okay, what about you're getting a lot of people interested but you're not able to, to close the deal? Then you have a friend zone problem. You mean that means you build so much rapport with them, but you are afraid to actually present the offer to them and close the deal because you don't want to lose them. And now you're like in limbo. So, like if you tra- if you track, and this is just for our company, if you track the proper metrics, you can find out, you can pin down the exact problem. So there you go. You pull the you, you pull the individual and say, hey, based on those numbers, I see that you're lacking here. So let's help you with that. Let's train you on this and obviously give them the opportunity to improve it. Now, if they can't and you give them the opportunity again and they still are not working toward that or they're not performing as well as you want them to do, then you're doing them a disservice by keeping them in that position. They will weed themselves out eventually. They'll say, you know what? I tried and it's not working for me. Maybe I'm in a different position, maybe a different position within your company or a different position with a different company. But you have to look at it in this way. If someone is not performing within your own company, they're not making the company money. That means they're not making money for themselves, especially in a sales position. If you're worried, if it's a percentages position, they're doing a disservice to them. Sometimes you have to make the hard decision for them because they feel so accustomed to that environment that mm-hmm. they can't remove themselves, but they're not happy in there. 
So it's either they make the decision for themselves and part of the KPIs that will identify that. Some people will say, you know what, it's not working out for me. But some people would want to latch onto that and they don't know better. So you're going to have to let them know, look, I'm going to train you and train you and train you. But if that doesn't work out, then I'm sorry, you, we're going to go our separate path. That doesn't mean we're not going to be friends if they're your friends or family members, which a lot of people have within their organization. But yeah. it's okay. You have your brother-in-law working with us mm-hmm. and you're the hardest on him. Very hard. You're, I, I've told you, I'm like, yeah. cool it down. You're like, you know what? I don't want him to feel like he's getting the special treatment. Yeah. Which you've, you've made him feel like. like I, he has, when he has it comes to, to business, for me, thank God, right? You And you know this, or, or else I don't think you would be in business with me as a partner. <laughs> I'm able to completely separate church and state. Yes. Always. Friendship and business. Which, family and business. Yes. When it comes to business, I'm about my business. Absolutely. Yeah. And even and, with and, my own fiance. Yeah, you have certain expectations yeah. and it doesn't matter that per- you you can love that person. You it can doesn't care for matter. Them. It doesn't because you would I'll teach lo- you- I love that person her, that person doing something else. You know Absol- I mean? Well, they're doing no. themselves a disservice if they're not performing your own company. What is that? What What is your pay? What does their paycheck look like? It's an, it's not helping the family for it's sure. It's not helping family, his yeah. family, for sure, right? His family. Yeah. So sometimes we have to make the hard decision for for those people, and, it, and no no harm, no foul. And you can you can exploit other position within your own organization. So we've actually had to do that within our own organization. Someone didn't work out for I've a had to position. fire a lot of friends. Yeah. I've had to fire a lot of friends. We have, we've, we've had to fire a lot of friends. We've had to let them go, and you know, they, those were hard choices. But they needed to be made for both sides. Absolutely, there would know? be no company if if we kept uh, kept basing. If it was the, all about heartfelt, and you know, like no, this is we're we're running a business. Here. I mean, like, th- if we if we start doing that, then our families won't eat. Absolutely, it's it's you know, it's a trinkle. And all the other uh, team members we have, all their families, and then won't we eat. we won't be able to service and then we'll other people. To exist, yeah. So let's talk about the fun part, right? Gamifying this, gamifying it, making it fun, making it challenging. You know, this right here, I I absolutely love gamifying. See, f- guys and uh, or our our audience viewers, you have to understand as a business owner, not everybody's always going to be as motivated and, and as ambitious as you are every single day. Right, a lot of a lot of folks these days, unfortunately, are very short-sighted. Yes, and they want instant gratification. And there is nothing wrong with that, by the way. Instant grat- we love instant gratification. I mean, you 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 strike a big deal, whatever, and then you you decide to buy something nice for yourself, right? When when you set a lot of people when they hit like the next bonus, they go buy a new car. Think, there's nothing wrong with that. So. What do you do is you exploit that. So people, because Carlos was saying, they're short-sighted. Very short-sighted. And, and they, I'm talking about days or a week max. Absolutely. Yeah. So if, if that person achieved their numbers, their KPIs, their everything was was on, on point or they went above and beyond, you incentivize them. You give them some spiffs. Spiffs is like money, like extra money on the side. You did a great job and everybody, make sure everybody knows about it. The team yeah. claps for them. You give them a plaque. You give them, like, Those things may seem cheesy, the plaque or the the team clapping, but very that effective. Em- that it empowers very that yeah. person, and guess what that does to the other team members? It creates it creates a, 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 a friendly competition environment, which is very very effective. Not like the car business. Yes, exactly. Yeah. The car business is a little bit different because they're like if you know they want to rip is a, everybody that is a, apart. That yeah. is a true. Uh, what is it called? Shark Tank. Shark Tank. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but by creating by creating a friendly competition. 
in your own organization that your company will strive because someone wants to do better, but they were happy, they're generally happy for that person, but they want to do better just to be recognized on that next week or on that spiff or on, on the team outing, whatever, like they'd be called out or they get that plaque that they, they presented. One of our team members is so proud of this plaque. He puts it up and he the other day he created and made a video. He's like, you know why I come to work? I come to work for this, this, and, I, and walk with me. And he puts out, he pulls the, 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 the plaque. He's like, this is why. Yeah, he has he uh the number one uh he's the number one in sales, yeah. Yes. Alex Ariza. And and he's happy about yeah. that. What's up, Manny? Uh thank you for tuning in. So real quick, do you guys do you guys understand that gamifying, gamifying, you know, I would I would keep the uh the gamifying uh or and spiffs and bonuses. Well the bonuses could be monthly or quarterly, mm -hmm. but the spiffs and incentives, um the gamifying, I would I would I would keep that to weekly. And I'll give you a very, very small example of what that looks like. Thank you, Albert, for all the love, by the way. I see you're you are uh showing hearts and showing um showing thumbs up. Thank you so much. So I told uh, we took this week we separated two groups, our two two acquisition groups and uh junior acquisition groups, right? Mm -hmm. And the winner, that group has to produce at least five deals. Mm -hmm. And if that group does produce five deals, everybody gets a hundred dollars in that group. And it may seem small, but it's so it's now they're going out. Yes, now they're going out. They're like, wait a minute, I can get an extra hundred bucks this week just for doing my job, right? Performing a little better. So that's boosting the morale. Mm -hmm. That's boosting the productivity. They're going to be more effective every single day because now they got a friendly competition mm -hmm. against the other team. So these things actually work. And you know what else is very important, by the way? All right. So, again, spiffs and bonuses on a weekly basis, incentives. But um, I would say, you know, um, I I'm sorry, spiffs and incentives on a weekly bonuses. Oh, no, God, I am way off. I am sorry. <laughs> spiffs and incentives on a weekly basis, but bonuses on a monthly or quarterly basis. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, you also, so let me talk about what's called taking the walk, right? Taking the walk. As business owners, you have to be very, very, very personal and intimate with your people. When I say intimate, I'm not talking about sharing your entire life. I don't know people's lives. They don't know mine. No. Yes, keep it professional. But taking a walk means this. You ready? So in the game, in the, in the book of uh, The Compound Effect, there was a CEO. And the CEO, uh, they were kind of stuck at $100 million, this company, right? And uh, this CEO hadn't walked to certain parts of the company in like years. Mm -hmm. All he changed was he started walking around and shaking people's hands and calling them by their first name and just like, hey, how's it going? Good morning, good morning. Like what we do every single day, right? Yes. They increased over 33% in business that same year <laughs> because he started taking a walk. How powerful is that as a business owner? That's that's insane. Right? That's crazy. Because you make them feel like they're a part of your their family at that point. Uh, by the way, we're which is our next about, subject. Which is our exactly our next subject is but you, people in your organization, you probably see them more than your family. Let's be honest. I see Carlos more than I see my family. And and he's my business partner and we see our team members the same way. And if you spend so much time with them, 
don't you want to get to know? Don't you want them to feel comfortable around your organization? Don't you want to feel comfortable uh, in the environment that you created for them? Therefore, what we do is we do team outings. Team outings are great because now it's not a professional work environment that you can go have a drink out, go bowling, do anything, go at, maybe go camping. Just as 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 a company, it would act, you used to have those in your company. Absolutely. How how. And I, you guys used to look forward for those. Oh yeah, it, it just uh, it, it brings the the the, the team closer. You exactly, know? people there's start a, knowing more about unity. people. Yeah, there's a unity, and and it's so much better. You know, and how do family teach uh, treat most families treat each other? So I think yeah, that's another thing. You know, you got to make folks feel like family. Again, I just went over the concept of taking a walk as a business owner. This is something Sal and I do. I'm a, we're always you know hugging. Uh, saying hello uh how are you doing today shaking hands giving high fives there's so many little things and you know what's crazy if you read that book the compound effect it talks about how the little things end up being the difference maker mm -hmm. the little things end up being the, the 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 little things end up being the difference maker between between mediocre to massively successful absolutely so because it's it's all about the compound. Every single day, if Sal and I are taking this walk and we're shaking hands, well, guess what? That boosts up productivity for that one day, and then we do it the next day, and that boosts up productivity and morale the next day, and then it compounds and it compounds and it compounds, and guess what happens with the results? Oh, you get great results. The, the more powerful thing is your organization, your organization will grow a lot further because you, it'll become known as this that's fun environment that everybody can relate to. You know, you don't have to struggle now uh, uh, with high, with new hiring, with new hires. People want to come work for your organization. We've actually had people try to come to work in our organization for free. Absolutely. I mean, not that we took that because they did not fit with our culture, but you know what? That you'll start attracting certain type of people that you don't even have to look out for. They just come to you. It's just like you put yourself out there for business. Business start coming to you. It's the same concept. It's about people, and this. This whole podcast, this whole episode has been about the people. It's not about the business. So I hope you understand that since we start talking about this. It's just a product, and the people is what makes it, it makes the company a company. Yeah. Uh, a company is not by the, the chair you have or by the, 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 the computer that you have or by, by the, 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 the decoration or the pictures you have. It's about the people that's inside of your organization. Absolutely. They are the heart of the company. They are the they are the foundation of the company. Absolutely. Right. So uh, let's let's take two minutes before we we, we log off here. Okay. Uh, two minutes to answer any questions that you may have as a business owner. Please, you know, ask ask a question, ask a few questions. Let's take the next two minutes to just answer, you know, a few questions from uh, from business owners. If you guys have some, I know Albert might have some because I know you're uh, in the building stage and you're creating a company. Albert said this is exactly what he wanted to hear. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm very glad that, that we did. We talked about and, this. And, and that's what this is all about, you know, serp servanthood, right? I mean, we have a podcast and, and then next thing you know, uh, one, one person, Albert's already like, hey, I needed this. Our job right. is done. Yeah. No, great. this podcast is We uh, service the done. people through the podcast. There you yeah. go. My, my phone died, so. No, you're good. All right. So uh, if you guys don't have any questions, does anybody have any questions as a business owner? Because we're taking questions right now before we, we, uh, we log in. We told you we were going to keep it short and sweet, and we went through, we went through it pretty fast for the most part. <laughs> you, for our standards, yes. Albert, thank you so much, Albert. Thank you. So, all right. I guess all there's right. no questions. Let's uh, let's wrap this up. 
that is uh that is episode 31 guys all right guys thank you so much thank you so much for continuing to support our movement you know thank you so much for supporting our movement i can't wait to see a bunch of people this weekend at momentum absolutely it's gonna be life-changing you know what's crazy uh, and i want you to i want you to touch up on this do you know how many people i've had to push over the finish line to take the risk it's not to even a risk. life so yeah it's not even a risk to actually make the investment to come to momentum they go back home and then they 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 build these seven-figure companies Right, and they come back and say, "Oh my God, I needed that push." I I, I I cannot believe. I mean, we have we have a hundred plus something people, one hundred and twenty. I don't even hundred close between one twenty, one fifty, which is always what we kind of like that threshold, yes. right? Because it, we don't want it to get crazy. Like this isn't like, you know, it's not to us. It's not about attention. You know, it, it, it's it's never value. been about attention. Value. It's so, about serving. You know, concentrated value. Yeah. So. Um, I cannot wait for momentum and serve these people that have made the investment and put their trust in us, right? Why do you think before we tune out? Why do you think? Why do you think there's not 300 people there? We it's hard to service. That Plus, person. we don't spend much money on marketing. Right? <laughs> I think we spend like two I, grand I, on marketing. I guess it's, it's just the, the the community that we have. It's it's mostly word of mouth, to be honest. Uh, but if you want to if you want to get more updates, uh, I want to mention this. We have something called AllInNation.com. You can get all the updates. You can listen to all our podcasts. You can see our, our, our events. You can see services that we recommend. You can see it's, it's a community that was created throughout the, the years. And I, I can't believe that it's got this big, by the way. And we offer free stuff in there, too. So that part, of, part of it is the podcast. The podcast is free, absolutely free for everyone to listen and to. And, you know, what I also want to uh, finish up by saying, by the way, you know, any of, any of you that know us, uh, you know, uh, closer, uh, who are close with us, you guys know that the, we only recommend resources, tools, systems. We only recommend anything that we use. Personally, yes. Yes, because you got a lot of these guys out there these days that are literally driving their their driving their clients or driving their audience to to failure just to make a buck. Yes. They don't even use those services and they're telling you to use them. They don't even know how to use it. That's not what we're about so uh i want you guys to know that but I, i'm so excited for this weekend this is amazing this is our fourth momentum yes yeah or fifth, june 2018 september 2018 february 2019 and this is the last momentum of the year there was a so i am so years. excited we will see you guys there this is episode 31 thank, thank you, you guys you so much guys god bless you guys